What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener, and today we are talking about mulching. We're going to talk about what exactly it is, the benefits associated with it, and the different options you have when it comes to mulch. I thought everybody who had a garden mulched their garden. It wasn't until recently that I found out that not everybody knows exactly what mulch is and how to properly use it. So let's talk about it. What exactly is mulch and what do people mean when they say they are mulching their garden? Well, mulching is simply covering your soil because we all know that we do not want exposed soil. Exposed soil can lead to things like erosion and nutrient depletion. So mulching our garden, we're covering our garden with mulch. Mulch is whatever you use to cover your garden. Get it? Now, before I tell you what you can use to cover your garden or what you can use as mulch, let's talk about the benefits associated with mulching our garden. The first benefit I can think of is that when you apply mulch to your garden, it will help regulate the soil temperature. See, now from this first soil temperature regulation, you're going to get a whole bunch of subsequent benefits as well. So first off, mulch covers our soil. And since it's covering our soil, the sun is not able to beat down on the soil and raise the soil temperatures. So by covering our soil, by mulching our garden, we're able to keep a more consistent temperature in our garden or in our soil. And if you're not aware, if the soil is too hot, the roots tend to stress or it makes it a little bit harder for the plant to, you know, just to work and to survive. So we're trying to do everything we can to help give the plant or whatever it is you're growing a more favorable condition. So now that we have our soil covered with mulch, another benefit is we will usually have to water our garden a lot less. Why is that? Remember I just said, the sun is not able to beat down directly onto the soil. Therefore, less water will evaporate out of our soil. So by mulching our garden, what we're doing is we're helping retain the moisture down within the soil. See, another great benefit. I mean, like if I could spend five or ten minutes less watering my garden in hundred degree weather, I'm down. I'm here for that. I don't know about you guys. Another benefit associated with mulch or another benefit you get from mulching your garden is that you will have less weeds in your garden. See, the weed seeds, they float freely through the air and then they land on any patch of open soil that they find. Once they land, they germinate, they start to grow. So by keeping our soil covered, by keeping our garden mulched, we are not giving the weed seeds a place, uh, a space for them to set those roots, germinate and start growing. So less weed seeds germinated, the less weeds that you will have to pull from your garden, the less time you spend weeding. Therefore, mulching your garden can help decrease the amount of time you spend weeding in your garden. Again. When it's 100 plus degrees, I don't want to be outside pulling weeds. I don't know about you. That's just not my thing. Not when it's that hot outside. 
Another benefit that you get from mulching your garden is you will be helping to feed and strengthen your soil food web. Okay? This really depends on what you use to mulch your garden. If you're using a organic mulch, something that breaks down, then as it breaks down, it feeds the soil food web, right? It breaks down, it decomposes, then a whole bunch of little things eat it, and then things that are bigger than those things in the soil eat them, and everybody eats them until it just creates a happy place. <laughs> So now that we know some of the benefits associated with mulching our garden, let's talk about some different options that you have when it comes to mulching your garden. So you heard me say organic versus inorganic, okay? Organic mulch options are mulches that will break down throughout the years and you'll have to replenish them, okay? Depending on what you use, to mulch your garden with depending on the size of the you know the size of whatever it is you use that really determines how quickly or how slowly it will break down for example if i use big wood chips that aren't chopped into fine pieces that mulch will break down a lot slower than let's say shredded wood chips or wood chips that are cut into tiny pieces okay so some organic options for mulch include things like wood chips. Quick note about wood chips. If you're going to use wood chips, try to keep them on top of the surface. If you use wood chips and you mix them into your soil, you may notice that a lot of your greens or any plant start to get nitrogen deficiencies. And that is because the wood chips are robbing the soil of the nitrogen to start the whole decomposition process. So pay attention and make sure we're only placing the wood chips on top of the soil. Another option you have for mulch, another organic option you have, let's say leaves. So fall time is here and that means you can do what I do if you're a hardcore gardener and you can ride around the neighborhood in your truck and grab any bags of leaves that people put on the curb. And then you can take those leaves and spread them out all over your garden. And as they break down, they will help feed the soil food web, but they will act as a mulch until they break down. They'll cover the soil and they'll help regulate the temperature and help give us all of those benefits that we mentioned earlier. Some other options you have include things like hay or straw. Be careful if you're going to use hay because sometimes hay has seeds. And those seeds tend to germinate once you place the hay into your garden. So be careful with the hay. You can use things like pine needles, but be careful with pine needles. People will tell you that they have a tendency to make your soil more acidic. So if you're going to mulch with pine needles, you want to make sure you are mulching acid-loving plants. Things like your blueberries, your azaleas, and even some of your roses. That's what you're going to want to cover or you're going to want to mulch with the pine needles. Another option you have for an organic mulch is simply using compost. Now, this is probably one of my favorite methods. It's not necessarily the cheapest method unless you're producing all of your own compost, but I find this to be the most beneficial method of composting or the best thing to use for composting. 
And that's just because there are so many benefits associated with compost that any time, any chance I can get compost into my garden or you can get compost into your garden, you will help improve your garden. So you can use compost as a mulch. Now, those are just some organic options. I think I mentioned everything. Oh, no, grass clippings. I forgot to mention grass clippings. So if you still have a lawn, I don't know why, but if you do, then when you cut your grass, I hope you're not bagging it. Just cut it, allow it to dry for a few days, and then you can pick up those grass clippings and use those grass clippings as mulch. They will break down a little bit slower than some of your other things, but it is still another form of mulch that is free, and it is a fantastic option. I use it at some of the gardens that I like to plant at, some of the community gardens I'm associated with. Now, those are some organic options. Let's talk about some inorganic options that you have for mulch. Now, these inorganic options include things like, have you ever seen that kitty mulch that they use at gardens or at playgrounds that's really recycled tires, recycled car tires? Now, that is something you can use as mulch, but be careful because it has a tendency to get extremely hot in the summer times. But that is an inorganic option that you can apply at once and it will last for years. What you'll notice with a lot of the inorganic options is that they end up getting worked down into the soil. So if you're using the rubber mulch or you're using stones, decomposed granite, gravel, anything like that. You'll start with a three, four, five inch layer. And before you know it, that layer will drop and drop. Now the stones and the plastic rubber, it is still there, but it has usually just been stepped on or shifted its way down into the soil. So you'll still have to add more throughout time. So how do we mulch properly? Well, You'll hear all sorts of people or you'll see and read all sorts of things about mulch. People will tell you you need a six inch layer of mulch for it to do anything or two inch layer. Really, what I found is that I can put between one to three inches of any of the organic mulches that I mentioned and I will get some amazing benefits. What you'll notice is the thicker you make that layer of mulch, the longer it takes to break down. But then at the same time, you can come and run into some issues if you make your mulch layer too thick. Okay, so what I like to do is try to keep it at one to three inches. Now, please, whenever you're mulching your plants, don't make volcano trees or mulch volcanoes. Okay, mulch is not meant to be applied to the the trunk of a tree. Okay. Remember the benefits that we talked about? All of those benefits are related to the soil, not the actual tree. Therefore, we don't need to place our mulch on our tree. And not just trees, any plant that you're growing in your garden, you don't have to have the mulch directly on the stem. As a matter of fact, scoot the mulch away from the stem depending on what it is you're planting That will determine how much space you can leave from the edge of your mulch to your plant's stem or the plant trunk, okay? 
Why is that? Well, if you place the mulch directly on your tree stem, I mean your tree trunk, or on the stem of anything you're growing, you're inviting some other issues like fungal problems and diseases in, right? Because now you're keeping the base or the stem or the trunk of that plant moist the entire time. And that is not something you want to do. Okay? So please do not volcano mulch your trees. If you don't know what I mean, you can head over to YouTube and check out a video I put out about how to mulch your trees properly. I think that's about it, though. Hopefully, you know, this kind of sparked your interest and made you think about applying mulch to your garden. If not, then I don't know. You know, if not, (laughs) if not, then what are you doing? Right. What else do you need to hear to make you understand how important it is to mulch your garden? Let me know. That's all for today. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully it was informative. If you did, you know what to do. Until next time, find out who your farmer is, meet your local farmer, and just grow it if you have your own garden or have the space too. I'm out. Until next time. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview, send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email, igrow at Big City Gardener. And check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms, Big City Gardener. We out. Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it.